0: Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Alan and Alan.
1: What's up, everybody? Nobody's is, watching can, yet.
0: I know. Baseball week out, not less yep. than a week out. Now we got days. Days. It's insane. All
1: right. Well, if anyone's watching, welcome to episode thirty-five. Thirty. Of the LA five. Sports Podcast.
0: It's insane. 35. Can't believe the season's over. Yeah, man. It's, it's We're like,
1: almost there. We got a lot of teams that locked it up so far, and, and mostly in the AL. Yeah. Uh, the teams in the NL are trying to get in.
0: Yeah, it's... Yeah, AL's... W- couple teams can switch flop if something happens, but a- NL is... Guys can come out of wire if these teams... Well, the playoff team's currently losing. It's going insane like how close these games are going to come down to the wire so um but biggest thing i guess we could start off first is justin verlander and not great news because we all thought he'd be back this week yeah. and, or like you know at least get a start or two in before the playoffs and well that's not going to happen because he goes need tommy john surgery
1: Yeah, man, it's crazy. Uh, Verlander, former alumni of ODU. He's also a Cy Young winner. He's going to undergo Tommy John surgery. He's going to miss the entire 2021 season. Um, And I believe that's significant because that's when his contract ends with the Astros at the end of that season. Right? Yes. So at this age, I mean, he's what, 37 years old? He's going to be 39 by the time he can potentially come back. There's a lot of unknowns in between that time, plus age. If he comes back at all, which I'm kind of hesitant about, I think he might retire. Um, if he does come back, he's going to have to take a lesser role. I don't think he'll be a starter.
0: Yeah, because, you know, he hasn't pitched. He only pitched the season debut of July 24th. He announced in um, video that during a simulated game to get, you know, this week to get ready for this to maybe come back. He felt something to elbow and they believe for whatever reason that it's Tommy John. He believes everything happens for a reason. Although 2020 has sucked, hopefully his rehab profits, it all said and done will allow me to to pit, the change the end of my career and, and as healthy. I want to pitch as long as I can. But like I said, this is going to miss him next year, which is last year's contract. He's supposed to make, I think it was it 20, no, 33 million next year. Yeah. Then, then he becomes a free agent.
1: Exactly. I'm just saying, it's gonna take a lot of hard work to get back to being a pitcher after having Tommy John. And he's already at a high age. Like, you know, he's an older pitcher. Yeah. I think he's gonna to want to get a family going. I don't know, man. I think I, I feel like he's gonna he's gonna have a kid on the way by the time
0: He already <laughs> has one kid. But I'm
1: what I'm saying is he's gonna have a lot of downtime. So yeah. he might have another kid and then yeah. he might not want to come back.
0: Yeah, you know, he'll just turn thirty nine right before pitchers and training report for that season so if he does miss the whole season and can start but who will, will his, sign him
1: will his body let him pitch Is what i'm saying at this at, you know it's, it's just tough coming back from tommy john all the guys we see nowadays are coming back from tommy john at young ages like they're getting like strasburg when his first couple of years in and whoever else is getting it done at the, this time is mostly young guys yeah i don't see many older pitchers at 37 getting tommy john and then coming back to play
0: yeah it's it's if they do, I don't think it's a starting role. I think it's going to, have to be bullpen. But that's what I'm saying. Will he be open for that?
1: Right. And if he wants to pitch as long as he can, he might need to be open to that because there's not going to be many people willing to pay him at his rate because he's going to be an expensive guy regardless of how you chop it up to be a starter. I mean, there might be somebody who might take a chance, but I feel like uh, he's he's definitely going to have to take a lesser role. I think a closer, maybe. Um, I mean, if he still has his stuff. He
0: could be a long reliever, but nobody wants to do that. Yeah, the biggest thing is who's gonna take the chance, what they're gonna pay him, and it's gonna be a one-year deal most likely if he gets it done. And so, does you know is Astros it it? take a shot? But by then, that might be a rebuilding team, so they might not want to resign him.
1: That's what I'm saying, and they're not gonna to want to pay 33 million for a guy who just had Tommy John at 39. We're going no. to talk about the league minimum, maybe a maybe a eight seven million dollar deal if he's lucky.
0: Yeah, incentive base. You know, a lot of uh, yeah, five million, four million and stuff. Yeah,
1: exactly. I just don't
0: see it. I don't see it either. I, it's unfortunate. You know, just right. when the Cy Young last year, and you know, make one start and and one and zero with a three ERA this year, but man, that's gotta hurt Look, the Astros' chances.
1: As much as I loved Verlander, one of my favorite players, because he came out of ODU and he's you know killing it. I just I just don't see it in the stars for him. I mean, if if he comes back, great story. I just I just don't know if it makes sense.
0: Yeah, I think it's kinda like, let's see how my rehab goes and if my body says let's go try it one more time, let's go. If not, yeah. I had a great career. I have a hall of fame career. Absolutely. I got my title. I've gotten multiple no hitters. Nothing to prove. MVP awards, Cy Young awards, like he's
1: on the cover of games. He's
0: he's married to a supermodel. Nothing to prove. Yeah. So and then it'll just be pride to see if he can do it, but I guess we'll yeah. see within a year.
1: We'll see. We'll see what his we'll, mindset's like. If he's all about baseball, you never know. Ballers they ball. That's what they yeah. do. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I think next thing we gotta start talking about is teams clinching playoff spots. Yeah,
1: yeah. So we got tons of teams in the playoffs. I mean, uh, the first one we got to is what everybody thought would happen: the Dodgers. Yeah. Mean, the Dodgers are thirty-eight and sixteen. If you got thirty-eight wins in this season. You are automatic. I mean, that's it. Yeah. That's a lock. Um, yeah, they're six fig- and four. <laughs> go ahead. No, go ahead. Now, gonna say, they're six and four in their last ten. Um, they've just been they've just been consistently winning in in, in winning series. That's what they got to do.
0: Yeah, like we figured, a uh, five hundred team would get you to the playoffs, and man, have they proved? You know, we thought who they would be. They're averaging five point seven runs a game with the best team ERA and the MLB with a three point oh six. So they have the team. We all thought they would. Classic Clayton has showed up after, you know, missing his first couple starts. Mookie's writing his own history with LA. So, you know, with Clayton, you know, with his nine starts this year, he's six and two with a 2.15 ERA.
1: Yeah. After missing,
0: like that's it. And then, you know, Mookie, he's not having a bad season either. It's just reigning MVP for the Dodgers has gone missing this year in Bellinger only batting 231 with still have 11 home runs, but 27 RBIs, but there's so many people there and that team can step up and they have, and they're right. still just winning.
1: And, and think about if, if Bellinger gets hot in the playoffs and everybody else plays the way they are, they don't need him to get hot, but if he they does, don't. it's a wrap.
0: Yeah. Like when you have Mookie Betts playing a game in second base, which he does not play in just because, because you have too many people. Yeah. That's an issue. That's a good issue to have.
1: <laughs> it is a good issue. Right.
0: Yeah, because by golly, someone goes down. I could throw you there, throw someone in here. Like, you'll you'll figure it out. Well, the next team who clinched a at least a playoff spot is not a surprising team, but surprising who's the first from the AL to clinch, which would be the Chicago White Sox.
1: Yeah, man, and you know, you and I, we both like the White Sox. We <laughs> thought they had a good chance. They started out rocky. They fixed their issue. They're thirty-four and twenty. They're also six and four in their last ten. And what 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 can I not say about them? I mean, they got a you on the team who could easily be the MVP this year. He's got fifty plus RBIs, 18 yeah. home runs.
0: So like I said, great young team that can make this deep run to the postseason. They're pitching as the fourth best ERA in baseball, the three point five three, and they're averaging about five point two runs a game, which is not bad. You know, Dallas Keuchel, one of the signings they did this offseason, is leading the way for that pitching staff with a 2.04 ERA at 6-2 and two record. And like you said, Abreu, breakout year, batting 335, 18 home runs, 53 RBIs. Yeah, And man. then, you know, Gilito. An- yep, Gialito hit doing the no-hitter. Yeah. You got Tim Anderson going for his second straight batting title this year. Tim Anderson, and then, real deal. And then you got Luis Roberts, rookie, just breaking out for them it's gonna be a scary team come playoffs
1: yeah and i love it and i i really like the team great solid core group group of guys i love to see them go against the yankees in the um, in the al uh
0: matchup yeah we'll we'll talk about that see who's who's right now ranked against who that that wild card round it's gonna be a very interesting three games because man if you lose that first game it's tough for you it's gonna so, be real tough, real tough. All right, so, well, uh,
1: let's yeah, let's talk about uh, the next team. The next team that's um, in for sure
0: is the Tampa Bay Rays, which actually they have a shot to lock up the division tonight either with a win against the Mets or a Yankees loss tonight. But you know, this was my pick for the AL to win it all when we yeah, did the, post, it was. the the preseason pick. They have one of the lowest payroll in baseball, but somehow, as we watched the Mets game last night. They're not a solid team by numbers wise, but they put it together. They're averaging 4.8 runs a game with have a team era of 3.66. We knew they'd be a playoff team, but, but winning the AL East, which most likely should be done maybe tonight or tomorrow, it's no it's kind of surprising because the Yankees was signed Garrett Cole. You're like, oh, this <laughs> is the team to beat in the AL, and man, they had some injuries.
1: Yeah. Dude, if you if you talk about the Yankees lineup up and down. I mean, you just mentioned Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton. This alone, you should be thinking nothing but runs. But the Tampa Bay Rays—they're thirty-six and nineteen. They've won seven out of their last ten games. Um,
0: They're—they're going to be a tough team. Very tough team, and like I said, they're not a power-hitting team. Um, but they're winning games, and when pitching's on, they're one of the best pitching teams in baseball with a bunch of young guys. With you know, we uh, Snell's pitching tonight against the Mets. You know, former Cy Young. Um, uh, it's just, they have so many young pitchers and guys that can go and be so young candidates and all-star pitchers. It's just a scary team, especially that first round, that three-game series. You throw the three-head monster out there, it'd be tough to beat in the three.
1: Right, right. But at the same time, it would suck to do this well and get taken out in the first three games because God, you yes. get hot. And, you know, playoffs, yeah. it, the hard part is getting to the playoffs. But once you get there, the hardest part is st- – staying
0: hot very much so
1: it doesn't matter who gets in you you sneak in there half the field's going to get in there you sneak in there and you get hot for two games who knows what's what going to happen as we can see from the nationals last year see so you see what they did they weren't even supposed to be there they were supposed to lose nope. that game they they were out the game was done somehow they came back and won and now the wild card game and then guess what they you saw what they did
0: elite pitching gets you yeah like astros last year had the elite pitching carry them to the world series National's did and they won the World Series. So can elite pitching from Tampa Bay make that deep run this year? Can't wait to watch and find out. Yeah, we'll find out soon. So the next team that clinched a, a playoff spot actually last night clinched the division for the AL West, and that is the Oakland A's. Yeah, which man, it's not a shock that they are going to the playoffs. It's a shock that they won the division because this was some a lot of people were talking about that this is going to be a team that won the division. Everyone still had Astros. So they still think they're the better team. But Oakland, they started hot, and they just kept the throttle on.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like you said, preseason, everybody was hot on the Astros. They figured they were going to go back and then take over this automatically. Um, but Oakland's like, not so fast. Uh, we're here to win. Uh, they're 33-20. and 20. They locked it up. Uh, they're 5-5 five and five in the last 10. Um, but like you said, You and I both thought they were a pretty good team going into this. We just didn't know how good. And with a short season, anything could happen. And guess what? They got got enough wins to lock it up, and they're going to be something to think about.
0: Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me was the young pitching in a short season. Can they get around? And they did. With the ERA having the fifth best in baseball, the Mm 3.64, and the team is averaging 4.75 runs a game. You can't be mad at it, but the biggest thing, the question mark around this team right now is the loss of Matt Chapman in the post- right. postseason. Exactly. Jake will Jake Lamb step up and help, you know, end this postseason woes for Oakland or will they make a run? It's gonna be tough, you know, leaving losing your star player, but right we've seen stuff where people have stepped up and they gone runs and Oakland could be that that team. They could. They have that money could. ball team.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, so you know, let's talk about the next team. The next team is the Yankees.
0: Everybody Which knows, you know, it's not a surprise that they're in the postseason.
1: It's not a surprise at all. A little bit of a surprise because preseason, everybody was injured. Lucky for them, they got an extra
0: COVID time to break. Deal.
1: Exactly. Um, so they're thirty-one and twenty-three, eight and two in their last ten. They're de- definitely heating up.
0: Yes, very heating up, much so right for the season. And the biggest thing was they're about. We'll say about midseason is all those injuries right but you know the yankees have scored a staggering 43 runs in a three-game suite over the blee jays and has a five-on-one record last week the offense is fired on all, all cylinders but the question mark around them is that pitching rotation like with rookie garcia got knocked around sunday so what team will show up during the playoffs
1: that's
0: uh, it's tough but yeah
1: the good thing for them is like you said what did they do in the last three games scored 40 something runs
0: 43 runs
1: right and they're eight and two in their last 10 well guess what this is the best case scenario for yankees fans yankees are getting hot at the right time
0: yeah so the team era for this season is a 4.18 but they are averaging the fourth best runs per game in the base hall with a 5.32 so okay. as long as the offense puts up runs and you know pitching which you know garrett cole's not having a great year what everyone thought he leads the team With a 3.0 ERA and 63 record, but he has given up way too many home runs.
1: Well, I agree. Um, he's definitely not the pitcher they thought he was, but the Yankees are always built to be a hitting team, so they're they're hoping their hitters can get it done. Although they tried to improve their pitching, they're gonna rely on their hitters a lot.
0: They are, but and Luke Volt definitely stepped up and carried the team while Aaron Judge, Stanton, and, and all of them were out right yeah. now leading the league, leading the league with 21 home runs and 49 RBIs
1: crazy man anybody could do it and i'm not surprised on the yankees cuz that's what that's what they're built for but yeah surprising that he's the guy
0: yes and the biggest question i bet for the yankees now is if they are a top 4 seeds after this if they somehow get the highest um second place team if you know if tampa bay does lock it up tonight they get to host the first round at home. But after that, they're not going to get to play in Yankee Stadium, where a lot of the hitters are used to playing.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: They're going to have to play at Dodger Stadium or Padres Stadium because they're the AL going to that bubble. So with the Keep an Eye, see what kind of offense shows up there when they have to go to California.
1: Exactly.
0: So, and the next team we got clinching in the AL is the Twins. Definitely one of the busiest teams. This offseason in the winter, and their goal was to win and beat the Yankees. <laughs> They're only two games out of the division with a week to play. It all is going to come down to the wire. They're averaging about 4.4 4 runs a game, but they have the third best area in baseball with 3.1, I mean, 51. Okay. Kitsamayeda got traded to the Twins after Dodgers said he was a reliever. Yep. He has a team best area with a 2.52 2, with almost no hitting the, the Brewers or this year.
1: <laughs> exactly i mean yeah, uh their team looks good you know they're six and four in their last 10 they're 33 and 22 very similar to the yankees right now so if they got a matchup and they want and they built their team to beat the
0: yankees well we'll see yeah they might get that shot first they round might. or second round and then you know old man dh nelson cruz is having yeah. an MPP year so it's like it's kind of funny you know that they're getting all these guys that they signed and that maybe they would help, and they're showing up finally. Yeah,
1: yeah, and it's crazy because a lot of these teams right now, their veterans are really stepping up. Um, Like you said, uh, Cruz for the Twins and then uh, Abreu for the White Sox. You know, somebody, some of the veterans are absolutely having great years right now. And Cano, Cano comes to mind for the Mets. He's killing it.
0: Yeah. It's just like, you know, it's like a normal 60 game, like, okay, we're just going to play baseball where the young guys has got to get back into grooves. (laughs) But then some young guys just start crushing it. Speaking of the next team, we're about to talk about not, I guess we could just kind of say a surprising team,
1: yeah, yeah, Slam Diego. So, San Diego Slam Padres, you no, know, they're 34 and 20. If you haven't heard, they've been killing it this year. Uh, they're split <sighs> three in their last 10, and you know, they're not trying to stop, they're not slowing down. These guys are out there hungry. They are, man, this is a, this team is exciting to watch
0: for sure. Very much so. You know, the drought's finally over for Slam Diego. First time in the playoffs since 2006. We'll <laughs> finally have October baseball. Unfortunately, it will not be in San Diego since they will have to go to the bubble. Well, most likely they will host the first round. They have like okay. the second best record in the NL, if I believe. So they'll most likely get the four seed. So they'll host the wild card round. All so right, at least we'll get a three games if they have to go through games. But, you know, Clevenger at the trade deadline, Zach Davis, Chris Paddock, bullpen yep. stock with late inning arms, the team ERA at a 3.87, seven best in baseball, offensive having an average of 5.6 runs per game. It checks all the, bo- the boxes for title contender. And I the agree. return of Eric Hosmer and Toby Palm from the injured list makes this team even more dangerous going into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, man. Like like you said, they, they, they made moves. They, they're like, this is our year. Let's go get it. Um, I like what they're doing. I like this team. You know, if they won the 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 World Series this year, I would not be surprised.
0: No, anybody I could do it, and they're hot. That GM, like this, was going to be the year for him. Like he was, if they didn't do nothing, he was probably going to be fired. So he went all <laughs> in, make the trades, made this stuff work, and then with Manny Machado and Tatis and the MVP talks, for most of this year, yeah, man, it's going to be coming down to the wire this MVP vote.
1: It really is, man. Uh, look. These teams are doing great. The players are showing up. Um, it's it's been exciting. So Very I can't much wait so. to see what they, I can't wait to see playoff baseball, especially <sighs> since the MLB side the, the, they want fans in the stands. And yes, the, we'll see what happens, man.
0: Yeah, and then it's crazy because you know Tuesday the playoffs start. AL we get all four yeah. games, but that Wednesday there's gonna be eight playoff games, Ooh. all four in each league, for the wild card round. It's gonna be insane how much baseball's gonna be going on on Wednesday next week. So let's go ahead and talk about it with his current standings in the playoff bubble. So with the American League, like we said, Tampa Bay has a chance to clinch the division tonight over the Yankees. All they need is a win against the Mets or a Yankees loss to the Blue Jays, which right now Tampa Bay is losing. And excuse. Well, the the one to watch is the Indians in the, uh, the White Sox game
1: because the Indians can lock it up with a win against the White Sox as well. I don't know if you said that.
0: And right now, Yankees are beating Toronto seven to one. Okay. So
1: so like I said, another spot would be the Indians. They could lock it up against the White Sox yes. if they beat the White Sox tonight, which I believe it's tied one to one, unless that's changed. Um, uh,
0: but so many games going on? Uh, yeah, it's still one one, top nine.
1: Yeah, and then the Phillies and and the Nats they're as tight as six six.
0: So yeah,
1: we'll, we'll keep an eye on that for the, for yeah. us Mets
0: fans. So and then you know so pretty much Toronto's the only one in the AL East to still have a shot to clinch a playoff spot. Which right now they're what two games above five hundred, with what was it like? So they're losing right now, so that's gonna get tough. But I think, really, I think they need a Seattle loss. To pretty much clinch that i think same thing with cleveland
1: well i mean hey since we're talking about it, let's go ahead and get into the current standings and playoff seating see what we're looking like
0: yeah so you know so pretty much with the american league it all comes down to where we already said there's been one two three four five teams that clinched
1: yeah man that's, <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty tough because there's only three divisions five teams are locked up already okay that's yeah. that's that's basically it. Um so yeah, th- so the AL East, right? We got Tampa Bay and New York, they're locked up in the playoff spots.
0: Toronto is the Blue eight, Jays are eighth what? seed.
1: The Blue Jays are 28 and 26 right now so they're yep. fighting for their spot.
0: Yeah, they're the 8 seed but god, they have a almost a four or five game lead so if not tonight, maybe tomorrow night they can clinch. So really it pretty much it comes down to Houston Seattle and even Angels have a small slight if if like Houston needs to lose out and then either Seattle or Angels need to win to get in to get that guaranteed spot locked up so pretty much the wild cards almost said for it just comes out to that second. It, uh, AL West spot that's up for grabs most right. So so
1: you're saying that you know in the AL East, Tampa Bay and York locked it up, and the Blue Jays basically locked it up as well. They're going they're
0: very close. They they yeah. could do it tonight or tomorrow, I think.
1: Right. Okay. So then in the AL Central, we have the White Sox that locked it up and the Twins. So those yep. th- so that that division's locked. So the only other team that could possibly come out of there um with a with a wild card are the Indians.
0: Yes. They 30 and they,
1: 24 right I, now.
0: They can win or they need a Seattle. Or an Angels loss,
1: right? If they win tonight, though, yeah. But if they beat the White Sox, then they're in. They,
0: they, yeah, they're in. There'll be the wild card team. So that,
1: so that whole side could be locked up. Yeah, but then, but then, if it is, the some teams in the West still have a shot because in the West we have the Athletics that are locked in. Only the Astros are twenty-seven and twenty-seven. Seattle's nipping on their feet at twenty-four and thirty. And then the Angels are also 24 and 31. So that's yeah. a little bit tighter. They need a lot to happen. That could come down yeah. to the wire if the Ashers continue to lose.
0: Yeah, pretty much Seattle is three games out and LA is three and a half games out with right. what, six to play.
1: Exactly. So it's it's going to be
0: very tight. You got to, Ashers have to lose out or something. Pretty much, to happen. Pretty much Seattle and, Land- and Angels need to win out and help and need some Houston help. Right. So So
1: basically, the way it's set up this year, is that Houston has a good chance of still making it into the, the show yeah, um, with a crap record. Hopefully they don't get hot. Well, you never know. Like I said, this is going to be one of those teams that sneaks in, and then they're going to get hot.
0: Yeah. So if, if, let's say, the playoff, I mean, season ended today. Okay. Tampa Bay would have the number one seed. White Sox, number two. Oakland, number three. Twins, number four. Yankees, number five. Houston, number six. Cleveland, number seven. And and then Blue Jays. At number eight, so we would get the first round, the wild card round, as we can call it: Tampa Bay versus Blue Jays, Cleveland versus White Sox, Houston versus Oakland, and then Twins and Yankees wild card round.
1: Man, that's crazy that the Blue Jays are like, like literally, <laughs> saw three of those matchups are in division? are all
0: divisions.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be crazy. That, so I don't care who you are, what team it is, if you're in the division, any team can win that one.
0: There, I always feel like the in division ones are tough. And just think about it. It's a three-game series, so you're going to need to win two. Exactly. Man, Nuts. insane. Ugh. Especially so, the East, man. Tampa Bay and the Blue Jays, that would be sick. God, yeah. That would be – and it's it would be good for Blue Jays because, you know, young, very young team, get their feet wet, even if they don't beat Tampa Bay, but, hell, they shock people, and they do.
1: Well, well, the good news is, is that it will be a team that are familiar with seeing a lot of. So, it's not like any like, oh, we've seen the Astros and we've only played them a couple of times or something. It's like, yeah, it's Tampa Bay. We know these guys. Let's go at it.
0: Yeah. So, we'll keep an eye to see the final seeding next week when the season ends on Sunday. Next is National League. The more, yeah, this is one's way more interesting because it's not as locked up. Yeah, because literally, we only talked about two teams when we broke down who locked up, and that is two teams from the NL West with Dodgers and S- San Diego. Yeah, everyone Dodgers else at 38 and still have not locked in yet.
1: Yeah, so the best teams here, like you said, are the Dodgers and San Diego, um, which are at 38 and 16, and San Diego's at 34 and 20, and then right behind them in the West is San Fran, uh, which is, what, 26 and 27.
0: Um, but yeah,
1: so let's, let's talk about the East then.
0: So in the NL East, Atlanta has a four-game lead over Miami, and currently they are beating Miami four to one. So, really, Uh, they could lock that up within probably tomorrow. I think they play Miami again tomorrow.
1: So, so if Atlanta keeps beating Miami, that'll put Miami at twenty-eight and twenty-seven tonight if they lose. And then you got Philadelphia is at twenty-seven and twenty-seven next in line, but they're currently tied with the Nationals at six and six. Um, So, if if they lose, that opens up. The door for another NL East team because so the NL East isn't locked up at all, except for Atlanta's most likely gonna lock it up.
0: Yeah, Atlanta's gonna most likely get the division. They only need really right. one like two wins or a win and a loss, but they play Miami. And that's really the closest they, team. So if they if you know if Atlanta holds on to his lead, they do right now, they'll have a five-game lead going tomorrow. So they just gotta beat Miami and they lock the division up for the third so, straight year in a row. So if
1: you had to guess, who do you think would lock up the second seed? From the east. Right now
0: this is gonna be interesting because if That's they hold on this lead, Miami loses. So and then if phil if Nationals somehow come out and win this game, and then Mets hold on to this game, win, it's Tampa Bay. Yes, this will tighten everything up because Philly already lost once today because they're doing doubleheader with Washington. Oh, so so so,
1: so they're seven seven in twenty-eight right now. Yes because i i think i had this yeah okay. i forgot
0: to update mine because i forgot they had an earlier game so yes they're 27 28 right now they're below oh, 500 oh. so this so what game, this
1: are the, so so what does this put the mets in, in this situation
0: so as so you're a,
1: saying so let's say miami philadelphia lose Philadelphia's lost twice today mets get a w what are we looking like
0: so if you think about it so we would be right now well, as of last night, we were three games behind Philly. Right now, I believe we're two and a half out, where if tonight, if we win, you're talking... What you call it? Let's see. So as of right now, yeah, we're two and a half out of Philly. If they lose, we'll be two games, and if we win, you're talking one and a half out of Philly. Okay. And, th- and then, you know, if Miami loses... You're talking two games out of Miami,
1: oh man. I would love for this to come down to the last game. Wouldn't that be interesting?
0: It's good It's going to. I feel like nothing's gonna I think Atlanta will clinch this week, the division. Yeah,
1: we're not worried it, about The Atlanta. other we spots. they're getting it.
0: It's gonna be God. It's gonna be where Sunday Sunday at three o'clock when all the games are playing. Teams are going kind to of like keep going back and forth from the dugout to see the TV, see what other teams are doing. <laughs> I feel right. like it's because right. everyone plays like 3 3 3-30 on Sunday. Well, this only so, makes
1: it interesting for Mets fans if the Mets can continue to win. They have to win out. They have we to have to, win. to have a they, shot. Right. All right. Well good so luck. So the next one we need to talk about is a central.
0: Central, okay, so right now the Cubs have a four-and-a-half game lead.
1: and they're, So they're in the same situation as Atlanta. They're yeah. most likely locked up.
0: Yeah, and I'm, let's see who they are playing right now. If they are playing right now. They should be playing right
1: now. Uh, well, I know uh, Darvish should be making a start, right, soon? And then um, Bauer should also be making right a start.
0: Right now, Chicago is losing 2 nothing to, to Pittsburgh. Oh, great. Pittsburgh, what a, what a wrench
1: thrower. But it's not going to make much of an effect. No. The Cubs are basically locked up. St. Louis is next in line at 26 and 25, um, but Cincinnati's at 28 and 27.
0: And St. Louis is winning 3 nothing right now, and Brewers is winning 3-2 over the Reds right now.
1: And the Brewers are 26 and 27, so the Brewers and Cincinnati are right there.
0: <sighs> yeah. Like, so this
1: is another one that could be tight.
0: Come down to the wire. And then, if I remember correctly, St. Louis has multiple doubleheaders coming up against the Brewers because of makeup games from the COVID outbreak earlier this season.
1: So so the way that this is looking is that there's a lot of teams that could potentially lock up their second spot in their division but also are fighting for a wild card at the same time. Yes. And they're all
0: pretty tight. Like the Central, literally all but Pittsburgh is in. has got the a hunt. shot. Exactly. So right now, St. Louis has the second seed, but only because of percentage, percent. barely, barely. So right now, um, Cincinnati Reds with Philly losing today has a one game comfortable lead over the seven seed over the wild card. But you know, with the loss today, you know, really Philly, uh, Brewers, San Francisco are all tied for the eight seed right now. Exactly,
1: and then you got all the other teams nipping at their heels, like the Mets. They're trying to find a way in. Um, Milwaukee's trying to get a, you know, they're all close.
0: It's all, so tight. Close. Like we all said, 500 would get you in.
1: And I, yeah, I truly believe that. And it, and it is true. And 500 it, will definitely, for the most part, get you in.
0: And Mets went out. They'll be at 500, the dot, if they can well, win that's out. That's the magic number. 30 is the magic number, man. But it won't be surprised how this NL and these games are going and some of these matchups where a game below 500 might get you the eight the eighth seed. It could. It very well could. So we'll see. I mean, yeah, yeah. this is going to be an exciting week. I can't yeah. wait. So if the playoffs ended right now, the Dodgers will have the number one seed, no doubt about it. Cubs will have the number two seed, barely. Then Atlanta, number three. And then San Diego gets number four. Miami is holding at the East spot two right now at number five. Uh, Louis Cardinals hold it barely right now at number six. Reds, and then Philly has the eight seed. So then right as it ended today, Philly would play the Dodgers. Cubs would play the Reds. Uh, Atlanta would play St. Louis, and then Slam Diego would play Miami.
1: Well, you know, I think whatever scenario pans out, I think the Dodgers would be okay playing the, the, yeah. the Phillies first. It's not like their team's amazing, um, and I feel like the Dodgers definitely think they have a hand up against them.
0: But uh, if so. anything, St. Louis would love the matchup against Atlanta because they have some payback from last year from that. First, wow. that's, so they definitely well, want to.
1: Atlanta's tough, and I'm pretty sure uh, isn't Max uh, freed back? Yeah, okay.
0: So the biggest thing right now we got to watch is Reds. If they get close, you know they had double headers. They already said they're willing to let Bauer go on short rest if needed on Sunday. Okay, if is needed.
1: I hope he does. Look, <sighs> I need I need all the help. Degrom needs all the help. So 14 Ks. He just gave up two. It was so sad last night. But but,
0: but you know and someone, but you know someone put the fact out there that Miami is undefeated in the playoffs Oof. the two times they went to the playoffs they won the world series Ooh. so it's kind of okay. scary that you know this team is like oh yeah this random team each year Wildcard teams both years yeah, they man. won the world series they never won the division why not why <laughs> not it's a 2020 why not and then you know listen to the mets game earlier um this will only be the third time that a Rays clinch the division if they can do it tonight or tomorrow
1: well, also, just so you know, White Sox and Indians are going to over extra innings.
0: Well, I'm pretty sure Philly and Nationals are about to. Yeah. So. Yeah, so they are. This is great. Um. All right. Well. Let's go ahead and talk about our players of the week. Yes. All right. So, who you got for AL pitcher of the week?
1: My AL pitcher of the week is Tanner Hoke of the Red Sox. Okay. He, in the last seven days, he pitched two games. Um, which he was credited with a win for both of them. It was 11 innings pitch total. He had three hits in both games total. Zero earned runs, 11 strikeouts, and a zero ERA. Come on, wow. man.
0: That's solid. That's very good. Yes, it is. Um, I have a guy we talked about last week who almost had a no-hitter for the Kansas City Royals, um, Braddy Singer. He went okay. 1-0. And, uh, before that, he didn't have a, a good start. Well, okay. So- well, I guess he figured out something because he went one and six innings, only two hits allowed and eight Ks with no earned runs. Nice. So he's finally figuring it out. Unfortunately, you know, we'll only get one more start, but it's a bright right. spot for, you know, Kansas City come next year, hopefully for them in the future. All so right. how about your AL position player?
1: My AL position player was 100% in agreement with MLBs. DJ LeMahieu of the Yankees. How can yeah, you not pick this you guy? You couldn't
0: like. How can you not? I was looking at other, you know, um, I forgot who I almost had, but DJ just couldn't argue the stats this week since coming back.
1: Right. Look, his last seven games, he's been hitting 433, got four home runs, 10 RBIs. That's enough said.
0: Yeah. He's crushed it. This whole week, crushed it. Very much so. Like, you know, very strong outing. Like, you know, coming off injury list, you know, like we said, Yankees 43 runs against the Blue Jays, and he definitely helped. (laughs)
1: <laughs> exactly
0: but like I said like i feel like he's been more of a yankee stadium player now will he perform in the bubble he's always been an average hitter okay not power hitter but he's been a power hitter since at yankee stadium
1: well like i said they got so many good players on their team um at any given moment like the, the momentum can absolutely help you out when you're when you're playing and if everybody else around you is great it's just gonna bring it out of you as well so i think he'll do fine
0: Oh yeah, very much so. All right, NL uh, pitcher player of the week for me, I have Kyle Hendricks of the Cubs. Kyle Hendricks, yeah, great. He he went one and zero, eight innings pitched, three hits, zero earned runs, and ten strikeouts. Nice. You know the Cubs are holding strong. They should lock up the division this week, and he's been one of the bright spots besides you, Darvish. Unless, well, unfortunately, Darvish's last couple starts, but before that, those two is a it's a great 1-2 punch especially for a 3 game series and 5 game series. Oh yeah, it's going to be great and absolutely. And so, who you got for your pitcher of the week?
1: My National League pitcher of the week is one of the guys who is absolutely in the running for the Cy Young now. Milwaukee Brewers Corbin Burns. His last 7 games or 7 days, the last 7 days, he's pitched two games. He won one game, he pitched 10.7 innings has one earned run, nineteen strikeouts, and his ERA during those two games is a point eight four.
0: Yeah. Like, you know, I unfortunately I think for we'll talk about in, in the Cy Young, uh this NL Cy Young race next, but you know, what's gonna hurt his thing is, is beginning the year when he was a relief pitcher for a while. Yeah, I know I think that's true. But, no, but, you're right. It but will. in September he has been the pitcher of the month clearly. So like slowly so- eating it away.
1: So if the Brewers can sneak in, look out for this
0: guy. Yes. If not,
1: definitely next year, keep your eyes on him because he's going to be something special.
0: Yeah, because they have, haven't been sure what they're going to do with him. You know, if He got called up his first year. Mm-hmm. He did a little bit of both. His, um, last year was mostly out of the bullpen. This year they threw him a little bullpen and starting, but this month he has been the starter for them that's helped him get close to this playoff race. So we'll definitely keep an eye on him. He gets one more start and see what he does for the Brewers. So the right. position player... I got a guy that you should know well. Okay. We know very well. We've actually met him before. All right. Who is it? I have Atlanta Braves, Travis Darno. Darno. He has 12 hits, two home runs, seven RBIs, and batting 429 this past week. Look at him. And you know why? It's because they are playing the Mets, right? <laughs> a I little bit like, of it, yeah.
1: I feel like every time so we have a player who leaves our team and they play our team, they crush us. It's like a Daniel Murphy effect.
0: You know, unfortunately, you know, with the Tommy John surgery, he was coming back. Didn't they didn't really give him a chance uh, last year, but since then, you know, he was almost an all-star with the um, Rays last year signed. a was a three-year deal with Atlanta and so far has done well for Atlanta.
1: Yeah, man. Can't yeah, really argue. I, it was funny when we met him because I think he was injured and we were at the nationals game. Um, I was remember all the players getting on the bus as they were dressed up in like dresses and like tennis tennis gear kind of stuff remember yeah yeah and then you're like alan's
0: we're like i don't even know how you could see him we're like looking through through the the fence and you barely saw i can see this face i was like like, i think
1: that's travis darno i was like really i was like darno and he looked over like hey man sign this card
0: yeah very cool yeah i got a ball sign and you get cards Uh, great guy yeah Uh, i love the trade that when we did with R.A. Dickey because he was definitely the main piece, and Syndergaard was the second thought, and that <laughs> exactly. worked out well. Yep. So, but unfortunately, just injuries, but I'm glad he's doing well. It's, it's a Me good too, story. Man. But so, who do you got for your position player of the week?
1: My position player is for the D backs, Cole Calhoun. Last seven days, man, he put together 11 hits with seven runs, hit six home runs, 12 RBIs, even has a stolen base. Um, his average during his last seven games is 458. My man's on fire.
0: That yeah, very much so. Yeah. 6 Fortunate, more runs. Dude. Fortunately for the team is you know, uh, not
1: Yeah. It's... Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Well, look, all this pitching talk. We need to get into the National League Cy Young Award race. What's happening here?
0: Man, this race.
1: <laughs> it's tightening went up. Went from
0: a three-headed monster to, to a lock. To a two-head monster. Right. To a, holy shit, it's wide open with a week to play. Yep. So, what a week has made since we talked about this, you know. Bauer is the only one still in the top three ERA. Jarvis is now seventh in the ERA. And in, in, yep. uh, DeGrom had an injury, gave up fifth. three earned runs. Uh, now, with the start last night, he lowered back down to 2.14. So, with everyone getting a last start, with Bauer pitching tomorrow we get the Brewers, he can also be ready for game 1 or if needed like i said the sunday game if necessary so that could actually help him out a lot if he gets an extra game compared to everyone else yep and if he performs well so breakdown max fred will pitch tomorrow night against the marlins which could lock it up for atlanta
1: yeah I, yeah uh,
0: Cor- uh corbin burns should pitch thursday against the cardinals uh san diego's um uh dylan Dyson LaMette pitches Friday against the Giants. He's kind of in the talk a little bit. And then DeGrom will pitch Saturday against the Nationals.
1: Okay. So, I mean, if
0: you had a vote, where are you, where are you leaning?
1: Well, all right. So, so my breakdown and I'll, and I'll give you, I'm leaning towards. Uh, it's either between Bauer and DeGrom. Same um, here. And, and DeGrom, you know, like you said, he, last night was good for him. He had 14 strikeouts. Uh, he tied this. Uh, he has the lead for the strikeouts right now at 94, um, so that helps his case. Uh, but like you said, his ERA is fifth right now at 2.14, fifth best. Um, so he needs some help. Uh, he's he's 11th in innings pitched at 63, um, but his F WAR is tied for first at 2.7. Uh, Trevor Bauer, on the other hand, he's got an ERA of 1.8, um, 88 Ks, um, his nine innings. Uh, 65, and then seventh and F4. But you, Darvish, I think he's out of it. His ZRA is at seventh right now. He's had a couple bad outings, like you said. 88 Ks. He's tied for third there. Um, He's tied for third in innings, pitched at 69. Um, And then he's also tied in first at F4 with DeGrom at at 2.7. So he has a shot. Everybody has a shot, but I, I still feel like Trevor Bauer and DeGrom have made a strong case this year.
0: Yeah. And then I think how tight this race is it's going to come down to votes like where yeah. we might see Bauer get like seven votes. Degrom Gram well, might get 10 right. And like first place I, votes and then it's going to be so close.
1: I agree. And the reason I think you're, you're right there is that people like a household name and DeGrom has been the guy for the last two year seasons. So if he's close, like he is, I expect him to get votes.
0: Yeah. Like you, you can't really argue, you know, 14 K's twice this year. Yes. In a game. He's yes. averaging about 13 a game. It's, Think about that—the highest fastball velocity in baseball this year, average. He's and, he's the guy people want to watch. Yeah, and you know, and the Mets—the ten starts he's had so far this year, or I think now eleven. Uh, before that, he was eight and two when he pitched. Bauer, I know, has a four and four record. So, yes, his area is low, but he has given up where the team has not batted behind him and got losses. But we've seen that so much time with, with DeGrom. But a lot of people say if Bauer gets an extra start, it might very benefit him because he'll have the extra innings pitch. Agreed.
1: Um, but from what I understand, Degrom's supposed to get another outing as well.
0: Well, they all get one more. Right, but Bauer okay. might get two.
1: Okay. Um, and then the last person in the mix, like you said, he probably doesn't have a chance because he started out as, as a really versus Corbin reliever, Burns, yeah. yeah, but his ERA is a one seven seven, which is pretty damn good. Um Ks are eighty eight, which puts him at eight innings. Is only at fifty six, and that's where the relief pitching was, which is tied for twenty first. So I, I agree with you there, man. I think I think he pitched great this year, but I don't think he's a Cy Young contender. But even if he gets like two votes, that could take away from somebody else. Yeah, if Degrom's getting majority of them.
0: So what I can see happening is Degrom, Bauer, and Burns being the three finalists for the. So then it comes down to votes where. Who gets the first place? Who gets the second place? Who gets the third place? Votes, and like you know, the years past, Degrom has gotten 31 out of the 32 votes or Crazy. whatever like that. Like you know, it's so close. Yeah, where this might be where it might be like 10 to 7 or like it's gonna be that close or like where so many people get first place and the second place votes gonna count. Where Bauer Degrom might just squeak it out barely as so we one of the closest. Saw young races we've had in a long time.
1: It could be, man. And you know what? Regardless of who wins, uh, they both earned it. So I'm not. And, I'm not going to be too upset.
0: Yeah, and like DeGrom said, he just he wishes he has more starts. If you think right. about it, this is a third of their starts usually. I know. It's if crazy. You think twelve starts out of usually thirty-two. It's like what would yeah. what would this been like if this was a full season for these guys? Oh my gosh! The way they're pitching this year.
1: Right. And 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 with you know, like I said, it's, it's all been messed up from the get-go because of coronavirus if they all had a good spring training and then we started going and like you said these guys are pitching this nasty who knows at the end of this man oh, i can't i can't i can't even imagine it could have been a great season
0: man this has been one of the for the ages for pitching this absolutely been, man because you don't have like you know a guy in each league that has a sub-two era you're talking about multiple guys with two sub-two eras right now Yes, it's a right. short season. Blowing. It's like, just like, insane.
1: That's what I'm saying. We so we're at the end of the season and you are you and I are talking about a guy who has a 1.77 ERA saying it's pretty good, but he's not going to win a Cy Young. A 1.77 ERA, I mean just think about those 1.8, 1.7, 2.14. I'm just saying these these guys are throwing great.
0: Philly really just took the lead.
1: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I was going to say the 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 Braves are crushing the Marlins.
0: Yeah. They're adding on to it now, but yeah, Philly just took the lead, but and you Mets, know,
1: Mets are bettering their situation too.
0: Yes, they are. But, but you know, Washington has a shot, you know, man on second kind of shit, but we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, so let's go just go deep talk, and talk to some Mets news right now.
1: Okay. Uh. So yeah, the first thing out there is uh, the Mets, their chances at the playoffs. Uh. You and I both said, I think we, they need to win. They out. have to win out. They have, they have to win to. out. And not only do they have to win out, the other teams, uh, like the Braves, need to start losing. Or, or not the
0: Braves, but Miami the Phillies. and Phillies, right? And so far, they lost last night. Unfortunately, we lost too. Like you exactly.
1: know, exactly, we're not helping ourselves.
0: You know, two one loss, it hurts. You know, God, like, but you know, we need some help. You know, and then the question is, I, I don't think actually he's playing tonight either. It's Conforto. Okay. Yeah. You, know, you know, everyone's like, oh, it's just a day off yesterday, but. He should have pitched hits in the ninth inning, but he didn't. So it's telling me that the injury, I think, is more than what people are saying. It's not yeah, good. like, yeah, and and like our best hitter this year not in the lineup, and I I don't remember. I don't think he's in lineup tonight. Who's that?
1: Conforto. Conforto. If he's not in the lineup, there must be something wrong because Conforto is one of our best hitters, and this is crunch time. You understand? Like, I understand. Have him in I
0: understand there. You know. Oh, it's just a. Uh, his day off yesterday but i'm pulling it up right now i don't he, think
1: you don't need a day off we're, we're playing 60 games you're a young guy this team needs wins now you got to play conforto
0: no he's Happen. not playing tonight again so yeah he's definitely injured so, so
1: something's going on here yeah we're gonna keep an eye on that.
0: that 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 definitely hurts absolutely so but yeah it's 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 gonna be hard like you know we have the Rays right now we are winning three one uh, Look, tomorrow night, we get Glass Snow, I think, I believe, for the Rays. And then four games against the Nationals. The only thing we can do is win.
1: If the Mets can just win, the rest is going to have to take care of itself. If not, we put up a good effort. But the main thing is they got to take Ws. We can't take Ls. That's that's our whole problem. Every time we need a win, we don't get it.
0: Yeah, and, you know, it doesn't help with our best pitcher going last night and not getting a win hurts.
1: Oh, I know. And he definitely put us in a position to win. Right? we got to get more than one run. Like you said, the other teams, they're averaging four or five runs a game. What is wrong?
0: Yeah, and when we had the best average in baseball, when I put up the team stat and that's what we had, I'm like, you got to be joking me right now. Exactly. And how are we sub-500 team then? We all know that. It's the damn it's pitching. It's the
1: Mets, man. It's, it's, it's the Mets. <laughs> it, it,
0: yeah, it's, it's it hurts, so we'll see what happens, you know. 3-1 victory if hopefully the bullpen holds up to this and we win. It's like, okay, there's one. Five more to go. Yes, we have a hard, you know, we'll see what nationals do. I doubt they'll lie down because, you know, they still want to prove that they're defending champs. But, yeah. So. But next news we got to talk about is Steve Cohen. is thinking about bringing back our former GM as a new role. Yeah, man. I don't know what to think about this. Um, He's talking about
1: bringing back Sandy Alderson. Um, and I get it because I think he's worked closely with him and he he knows him a little bit so it makes he's comfortable with the guy what do you think
0: yeah you know he's some form of advisory role um I think because right now sandy is a special advisory for back his old old team the Oakland athletics yeah but I think to come back as met where his son is still a pro scout for the Mets is he's gonna be in a fixed position yeah because Cohen was on the board for the Mets when you know sandy would come to report so they became a friendship um so smy first reported that the idea that you know anderson was the gm for eight years you know yeah. last six which cohen was on the partner for the team he was yeah. on the board of the directors so they got close and i could see where he could be a senior advisor you know like a scenario come be he can be advisor to anything that can be the team president not as a GM role, he could be that president for Cohen. Well, we'll see. I mean, when, when Cohen was
1: asked about it, he said it's pretty much talk about management decisions. But I say with certain baseball people, we'll be running baseball operations.
0: Yeah. And you're talking about a guy who set us up for where are we at right now with pitching and stuff, you know. Um, but if Anderson does come back, expect to ha- um from push to have uh Paul um deposit return an important role. You know, he was once the dodgers gm and one of his uh lieutenants when he was with the mets before leaving which now he's the chief uh strategy officer for the cleveland browns okay cool so and cohen is, has a relationship with him as well so it comes to realize where everyone believes is sandy's going to clean house once he well, gets you know approved
1: it's fine i'm not super concerned i just i'm just happy that Cohen's going to be the new owner and the Wilpons aren't going to be the owners. So yeah. finally stuff can get
0: done. Yeah. Cause I believe Anderson had stuff he wanted to do, but Wilpons, I'm sure. you know, cuffed him. Look, and, yeah.
1: We're about to be the new Yankees.
0: That's so, all there is to it. And then the rumor of, you know, Cohen's going to bring big guys like your Theo's involved. Cassman is thrown out there. Cause he wants to be winning mentality to the Mets and he is going to pay for it. To bring to get his team, so <laughs> it's gonna be interesting if he does. Anderson comes back, he could become the president, and then get Casman or Theo come over. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see how this team, what Cohen does, and if he gets the votes in November. And and fortunately, everyone th- will be like, "Here's your pink ticket. Goodbye." I think he'll be fine. I think I so think too.
1: He'll get the votes. Um, so the next so thing the next thing I want to talk about is uh, Cohen is also going to be getting three minor league teams with the deal.
0: Yeah, um, everyone figured that Port St. Lucie and Syracuse was being involved. The shocker is that Brooklyn is going to be part of the deal as well. Um, you know, both since, you know, St. Louis was purchased a couple years ago so they can have a AAA facility, but the Brooklyn Cyclones technically is not met its Starlin Equities portfolio is owns Brooklyn Cyclones. Huh. So the only team that technically Mets have a contract with is um, Prior to this is the Columbia Fireflies, but you know technically their deal ends th- this season, and okay. with you know MLB and minor league baseball figuring out what they're going to do, the the rumor and thought is that Brooklyn Cyclones will become the Double A facility for Mets if they do do a three team rotation or four team however minor league baseball is.
1: Which uh, which team are the Rumble Ponies?
0: They are the Double A.
1: Is that one on this list or no? No. Okay, it, so they're not getting that team.
0: No, I, I think that's one of the deals, but like I said, that's the team that's rumored to be cut out from the Mets if they go to three teams at Brooklyn We become the new double-A ponies. Okay, hey, man. So.
1: <laughs> that's pretty exciting, though. If Cohen can get three minor league teams with the deal, that's great because, I mean, that's organization all the way through.
0: Yeah, and we all believe that it'll be once, like we talked oh, about yeah. it, where exactly. they want them to own it, and Cohen will, you know, if – investing in his future he's gonna invest in those properties and up the what needs to be done it's gonna be interesting
1: yeah it's gonna be exciting can't wait
0: so and then i just think we can talk about you know win or lose the rest of this week mets make the playoffs they don't they have a busy offseason ahead yeah you know, first things first is if cohen gets the votes becomes our new owner in november the league vote is the first thing but the mets have given up many ups and downs recent years the one thing, generally. Has been their pitching rotation. Yes, but when Sandy was there, he prioritized it. That's why the postseason, play, you know, the World Series appearance and then the Wild Card appearance was pitching. But looking ahead to 2021, the rotation has a lot of questions. Degrom is the rock behind him. David Peterson has looked promising, has potential. Yeah, Seth Lugo's looking good until last week, but he's having a great game tonight, so that's looking well. Dzelman has not showed up short opportunity. Of course, Senegard has Tommy John. Matt's look lost and Rick Priscilla and Walker will be free agents. We don't need them back. And then Strowman will be a free agent as well. So they have currently, I feel the rotation. It's a far cry for one team with playoff aspiration, but uh, Matthew Brownstein tweeted this Friday after Matt's start. This is the 51st game of the season tonight. This is the 21st time the Met star has failed to record 12 outs in a start this year. That's a whopping 41% of the time. Yikes. Mm. So got got to fill that rotation. So whoever, you know, we just talked about if he cleans house, whoever comes in going to have to come strong real quick. Cause you're talking about early November, the vote. So you're talking about a month before free agency starts so they I hope they do the roamer i hope he's already talking to people i i would say i was just thinking that he better be talking to people now like who he wants to plug and play like look i get the votes you're gonna be this you're gonna be this if he's trying to get you know cashman or theo that's a little you can't really do that right now because you know they are under contract but people who are like you know anderson who is a just advisory for the oakland a's he can be talked to and people he's involved so so first thing first is got to sign one of the top free agents pitchers. You think either Trevor Bauer or bring Stroman back is the main thing you would think you need. For I a starter. think
1: Bauer would be dope. Bauer and DeGrom back to back.
0: Wow. And then Peterson showed well. Luga showed well. And then Syndergaard come back from Tommy John. Yes. You're talking about a scary rotation right there.
1: I agree. That's what we need. And that's what we're known for. Like, you know, the whole time. The last, I don't know, five or so years, the Mets have always been known as a hard-throwing team, and that's like the, the flamethrowers, and
0: that's what we want. Yeah. And then, hell, if you really – if you have the money and the availability, sign both of them. Ex- oh, yeah. You're right. Why not? Uh, then bullpen, I can think of one name. This all, is also seen as Alex Colomy for the White Sox, if White Sox didn't hold on to him. He's having a great <laughs> couple years. He's a little older, but he can be a bullpen arm that Mets can use. Okay. Um, after that, we have talked about it. JT remuto Okay. Like I, si- I, know,
1: I know you like, you're really hot on this guy.
0: Like if you think catcher, cause Mets are going to need a catcher. Yeah. Out, you know, if you think a young guy, this is the guy to get this off season. Mets try to trade for him. Uh, Miami just wanted too many prospects. They said, no, thank you. And apparently Phillies and him and his camp are far apart. So you think he's 29, you know, you can get a six, seven year deal. Hopefully. And, you know, he's a great catcher.
1: Well, yeah, you know, what I mean, we do need to solidify our catcher because the guy's calling, he's calling the whole game. We need somebody in there who's going to be in there for the long term. I agree, man. We need to go ahead and lock him up.
0: And the next position I could think of is a true center fielder. Well, I don't know if we need to lock anybody up. We have plenty of outfielders. But center fielder is the the question. Nemo has been one of the worst center fielders in baseball this year, defensively. Okay. So if there's one name, if a free agent this year, if you think of a big name, a big splash, is George Springer. Okay. You know, if it all depends on deals, you know, what he's looking for and what Cohen's willing to spend. That's a name. If you think true center fielder who hits power and very defensive center fielder, you think of George Springer. Hmm. So, yeah. And you you can easily then move Nemo to left field, Conforto right. And then you know you have, and then technically we we all believe Gh is staying, where Dom Smith can rotate. And then if you bring in, if you do something like that, then um, JD Davis is more expendable to trade for something we like, need, like a bullpen most arm likely or something. Pitching. Yeah, most yeah. likely pitching for us. And then last thing I think all this offseason is going to be extending Conforto and extending McNeil
1: they had must yeah must conforto, conforto is, is a
0: guaranteed his last year his cohen next year right. mcneil you could probably get on a more of a team friendly extension.
1: timeout washington just hit a two-run bomb to win the game oh bottom of the eighth
0: oh no extra final innings it's extra innings Oh, final inning because it was hey, double header today walk off. go Nationals. They?
1: yeah they sure did man
0: thank go you nationals
1: off. well how about that how about um, that? But but to go back to what you were saying, man, I absolutely agree. McNeil and Conforto are two key pieces to our organization. We have to lock both of them up. That's yeah. got to be priority. That has to be priority.
0: Yeah, like Conforto is definitely must. McNeil, I think it would be a great team. McNeil like is the, too good not to. He's like a like, Tim
1: Anderson, like you said. Like, like
0: you brought the- him up two years ago. He had great. And then his first full year last year had a breakout year. And then this year had a slow start, but then got hot and still is one of the best averages in baseball. I it's like, like him. why not?
1: Right. I think we need to lock both those guys up.
0: I think so. And then um, Pete, I think it's still too early now with his struggles this year. I think you can have another year before to negotiate with him to have more of a team-friendly deal. Um. So, and then, yeah. And well, then you can kind of look at Syndergaard, but with the injury, you can probably uh, yeah. wait till spring training he's, he's and see how he is. on the is. priority list. Yeah. I agree. But I think Conforto um, is a definitely must this offseason. Have
1: I mean, to. Conforto is going to be the future. He's like a he's like a David Wright. We gotta get him up there. Um, the last thing I want to talk about um, before we go, uh, according to Mike Ozani and a Forbes, uh, Steve Cohen will reportedly have thirty days after the sale of the team to, uh, is finalized to place an exclusive bid on S and Y.
0: So yeah, so S and Y is under contract till twenty thirty, with the Mets as of right now. So you're talking nine years. If he could not get a deal done,
1: that's before what I'm saying. he can
0: make a deal. Like you know,
1: look, the the ball is in his court so, because um the the network that's worth a billion dollars has an annual equity of one hundred fifty million. However, SNY is said to currently be sitting at eight hundred and fifty million dollars in debt. Mm-hmm. Who can buy that? I wonder. So,
0: so the New York Mets own sixty five percent of S okay. and Y. Okay, and there's other people who got small percentages, but Mets are majority owners. So if you think about it, he could buy the Mets out and even buy some of the smaller people or go and buy some of the smaller people and still give Mets, like give, you know, um, the Wilpons, buy half their team where they can still own part of Sny to get some money, but he could buy the other small people and then buy half of them and then become a controlling interests at well, Sny.
1: Yeah, well, what I'm saying, like you said, the Wilpons own 65% of it, but... They're in debt, and and he can easily get them out of the debt by buying it at a discount, just like he bought the Mets at a discount. I'm saying, man, this could happen. He needs it, it to happen. He needs something.
0: Yeah, if you think about it, he's taking on, he's paying for debt from the from the Mets for the sale. Exactly. So why not? Like that four billion offer for both is looking very enticing right now.
1: It really is. It really is. If you're the Wilpons, how do you not say yes?
0: Yeah. You like you don't like. So you really, if you think about it, if his offer originally was two for each, but so it came up 2.4 for the Mets. Yes. So you're talking 1.6 billion, but if you're saying it's about 800 million debt. 850 in debt, I think. God, you're still talking about 800 million if he takes on the debt and then buys the team. I'm and just the saying team's somebody worth- got
1: to pay up that debt.
0: I think you just go ahead and do it. Well, we'll see. We'll see. You need it because, you know, with the team need a balance, but he's still going to be the, what is it, the richest owner in baseball and actually in all sports.
1: That's what I'm saying. He can buy outright buy S&Y and not flinch. So, See, this this is the reason why he's, he's going to be the owner. A-Rod's group would not be in this position. I don't care no, what, you say. and what and you're saying.
0: I, yeah, and then with, you know, yes, you bought the team, but then you're not going to make money because you don't have S&Y. Right. So There'd, you'd be – they would have to like sell the property around the Brown City Field to try to make some money off. That's not
1: a and good start. That's not a good start at all. They're freaking in the couches digging for change, trying to buy this team. And then Cohen has money
0: up. where he can build up around City Field to make like where like Texas has like an entertainment district so people can yeah. pre-game and go post-game and stuff like that. Like I've been to City, Allen hasn't yet, and it is rough around the stadium. They've been so buying good. up property rate lately. So I think they are going to try to build something around there. So we'll have to wait and see with that. So. All right, man. I
1: think that's all I have for today.
0: Yeah, that's all we got. Um, so, you know, six days left of the season. It's very interesting and tight. Um, like you said, F- Philly's lost their doubleheader against the Nationals today. So that highly, let me refresh the standings real quick and see what that makes their standings right now. So, yeah. So now Philly is six games behind Atlanta. And okay. one game out of the wild card because they lost. So that puts, let me pull up that now because postseason standings. Yeah. So now that has Milwaukee in as the eight seed and Philly is out now because uh, that doubleheader loss. Brew crew. Just so saying. yeah, that's what the season does, man. And so as of right now, Mets are three games out of the wild card. Two games behind Philly, and then still four games behind Miami. But you know, as of right now, Miami's getting crushed by Atlanta. <laughs> it's nine to one now.
1: Right, like I said, they're running away with it.
0: Yeah. So Yankees are leading. So
1: oh no, uh, Cleveland Indians just locked it up. They hit a walk off home run. Jose Ramirez, seventeenth home run of the season. I think it was a three run home run in the bottom of the tenth.
0: Wow. It's, you know, after baseball. they were losing, they were losing. Yeah, I just saw it, it says 3 2 right here on top of my thing, it hasn't refreshed yet. 5
1: 3. 5
0: 3. Oh man, just
1: locked it up with a walk off. This is a great day for baseball. So, there's another team locked up. I'm pretty sure we called it the Indians. They yeah, so, it up yeah.
0: So, Indians locked it up. So, literally, that leaves two spots left for the AL, which that's it, just two. So, that leaves trot- to what, two walkboards. No, they. Cleveland is a wild card. So they going to be the wild card lock. So okay. what they got open still is the AL West second spot, which is Houston. Oh, yeah. The, the final wild card spot, which is okay. Toronto as of right now. But Toronto's okay. is losing, so they won't lock it up tonight. But they still could lock it up tomorrow night, depending on the late game. I think it's Seattle and Angels. Who's yeah, Angels.
1: Jose Ramirez coming through.
0: Yeah, Angels play San Diego, and then Seattle's technically losing right now to Houston. Mm. So... It's a rough night. And then, you know, with baseball ending Sunday, we will most likely do a show Monday night because Tuesday playoff start. Yeah, it's crazy because, you know, Tuesday we'll have four games in the AL and then Wednesday. If you love baseball, you're going to request off or try to take off work because there's eight games on Wednesday. I don't know how you're Mm. gonna be flicking channels back and forth between ESPN, CBS, like whoever. They need like a red zone for this, man. God, yeah, because this could be insane <laughs> come Wednesday. I don't know what they then, call it. And then Thursday will be the same thing, if necessary. It'll be Game Three of the AL and Game Two of the NL, and then Friday will be Game Three of any NL series. then they'll have lot. the week. Then they'll have the weekend off because they all got to travel to the bubble, and then Monday starts every day of baseball until the World Series. So hope y'all are ready. It's gonna Oof. be fun, interesting postseason. I hope teams are ready. I hope y'all are ready. So we'll see y'all next week. Peace. All right, everyone. Thank you for checking out this episode. Please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. Share it with your friends. Don't hog the goodness here from AA Sports with your friends. And if you want to take that step further, please click on that Patreon link that's in the that YouTube you know, description down there. We do monthly giveaways, gifts from us if you do different tiers. And you will get... Mo- likely everything we do here at double a sports a day early if not more so please share that with your friends also we'll catch on next time peace